Welcome to week two of summer school. You're listening to episode number 195 of Starting the Conversation. I am your teacher, Alice Benham, and this week we're going to be talking about how to create a memorable brand. If you tuned in to last week's lesson, I feel like I'm really embracing this teacher vibe, by the way, guys. I'm going to be titling myself as Miss Alice Benham. Wait, teachers don't use their first name, do they? Miss Benham instead of AB. Look out for a rebound coming very soon. Anyway, last week, lesson number one, we looked at defining your mission and answering that very important question of what does my business do? Well, as I said in that lesson, our mission is that very central point in our business, which everything is built around. And I'd say one of the next steps we wanna take once we've thought about what our business does is to think about our brand. Now you might've clicked on this episode thinking, oh, creating a memorable brand sounds interesting. Don't quite know what a brand is. Well, I would say with you, my hand is also up. (laughs) I remember a couple of years ago, I was asked to create a workshop for a corporate client of mine about brand and what brand is. And I genuinely remember sitting after I'd said yes to doing this workshop, because that's my style, say yes, figure it out afterwards, and being like, what actually is a brand? What does creating your brand mean? And there'll be so many different definitions that you can find online, so many different ways of doing it. I guess part of the beauty of online business and kind of how quickly this space is evolving is there's not a lot of right and wrong answers. There's just different ways to look at things. And the way that I would look at brand is that your mission is why people need you. Your brand is why people want you. I'm gonna say that again. Your mission, what we talked about last week, what your business actually does, the impact of your business, that's why people need you. Your brand is why they want you. There's another definition by Seth Godin, which I think kind of approaches this similar concept, but in slightly different words, which says that a brand is the set of expectations, memories, stories, and relationships that taken together account for a consumer's decision to choose one product or service over another. So basically saying that a brand's value is the sum total of how much extra people will pay or how often they choose one brand over another. Take it back to my simplified version of that. Your brand is why people want you. So let's think about the first step of actually defining what our brand is. Because you might have heard the word brand talked about before. Brand identity, brand voice or brand message. I would say that's step two because that's how we actually show our brand. That's the external communication of this concept of why people want you. So in order to get to that second step of communicating our brand, we first got to understand what our brand actually is. And to me, this comes down to answering one very simple but incredibly important question. Why do people choose you? That's ultimately what your brand is. As I said, your mission's why they need you, your brand is why they want you. So why do people choose you? I find a lot of the time it comes down to a combination of things. It's usually a blend of your brand's personality, of your approach, of your values, of your story, even just as a starting point, thinking about those four different things. There's a lot of elements to think about within our businesses. People are gonna choose you because of a combination of those things. The beauty of brand is that this answer is gonna look completely different for every single one of us because why people choose us, why people are drawn to our businesses is completely unique. However, I can probably give you a bit of a starting structure. I often find it comes down to a combination of three things, our personality, our values, and our story. Our personality is about who our business is, what kind of words people would use to describe it, how our business comes across. Our values, 
That's about how our businesses run. The very central beliefs that sit at the core of all of our action and shape the way that we show up and behave. And our story, the why behind our businesses, the things that lead us to doing what we do today. Those are three things which will absolutely set you apart from other people that offer similar things to you. Your personality, your values and your story. Now, it will take me much longer than I'm intending these summer school episodes to be to talk about all three of those in a lot of detail. So I want to focus on the easiest of those three to think about, which is your brand personality. A question that I love to ask when thinking about personality is how would you love people to describe your business? If your name were to be mentioned in a room full of your ideal clients or customers and one of your current customers or clients were to be there, what would you love for that person to say? How would you love them to describe what they love about your business or what it's like to work with you? Or if you think about how you want someone to possibly describe the way that your website feels. If you were to think about someone describing the way it feels to work with you, the way it feels to receive one of your packages, what kind of words would you like them to use? Would you like people to describe your business as playful, as impactful, as interested, as calm, as excitable, as energetic, as empowering, as clear, as formal? What words come to mind for you? On top of thinking about how you'd like other people to describe your business, you could also think about what you would love to be true about your business. I often find when we're thinking about brand personality, especially when we're defining it for a business that sits very closely to us as people, perhaps because we're the founder of that business, that a lot of the time our brand personality is almost just like the best version of ourselves. When I think about my brand personality, it's basically all of the personality traits that I either wish I had or that I really admire within my so what is the personality of your brand? What kind of words would you like others to use to describe your business? How would you like your business to come across? If you prefer thinking about examples, you might want to consider who would your business be at the party? Would they be the one that has organized the party because they love structure, they are all about bringing people together and they like making things happen? Would they be the person dancing on the table and encouraging everyone else to join in because your brand is all about helping to spread joy and all about making people feel excited and included? Or would your brand be the person sat on a sofa petting a dog in the corner of the house party, having a deep conversation with someone about their biggest life dreams because you want your brand to be contemplative, thoughtful, intentional. There's no right or wrong here. It's all about what is gonna matter to your ideal clients and customers and what feels important to you. As I talked about in last week's episode, you can get clarity on your brand personality, not just by reflecting, but also by asking. Ask people that know you and your business well, perhaps it's people you've worked with before or just people people that you really respect. Hey, how would you describe my brand? Once we have clarity on our brand personality and those other aspects of brand that I mentioned, your values and your story, we can then think about showing people that. It's all well and good knowing your brand, but clarity on its own doesn't do a whole lot because it stays internal. I might have within my head the most incredible, compelling, memorable brand defined. But if I never put that out in the world, if I never take that external, nobody is going to know about it and it's not going to make the impact that it could. So how do we show our brands? How do we connect people to it? Well, I'd say there's a few ways that we can do this. We can do it in our visuals, in the way that our business shows up in terms of how it looks. We can do this in our message, in terms of what we talk about and the way that we speak, in terms of what we talk about and say as a business. And we can also do it in our tone of voice, 
in the kind of words that we're using and the kind of tone that we're putting out online. I mean, there are so many other ways. Your brand basically affects everything that you do right now. I am communicating some of my brand in the way that I'm showing up within this episode. And that's partly because my brand is so integral to me. It's so authentic that it's just easy to embody it. I want to focus in on one of those ways to show your brand, which is where I think we can make the easiest impact when it comes to communicating our brand. And that is the visuals. In your business, your visuals matter. And when I say visuals, I just mean how your business looks. Now I'm going to put my hand up here and say that this is a lesson that I had to learn the hard way, i.e. I had to do it wrong in order to figure out how to do it right. Anyone else feel like that is the only way they learn lessons, by the way? I'm kind of tired of six years of learning lessons the hard way. But anyway, it's nice that I can share them on the podcast to hopefully stop you learning lessons like this. When I started out in business, I did not value the way that my business looked online. I didn't connect the dots between my brand and my visuals. If you scroll way back on my Instagram grid, first of all, don't, because you'll be probably quite bored. It will take a good few minutes of your life. But if you do, what you'll see is visuals that are completely different to what I show up with now. When I started out, I was always changing the way that my content looked. I was using color palettes that I thought I should use rather than what I felt would really reflect my brand the best. I mean, great example of that is the fact that I had pink in all of my color palettes, which if you know me in any way, you'll know it's not a color that I wear, not a color that I like, not a color that I use. And other elements like my logo, I mean, it was handmade. I literally remember writing it out on a piece of paper with a felt tip pen and scanning it into the printer at my parents' work. That is how little I valued my visuals. I didn't even log on to Canva and make it there. I just drew it out because I thought, oh, that'll do the job. I saw my visuals as just kind of a tick box exercise of like, yeah, it doesn't really matter. It's more about what I say and where I say it, how it looks doesn't really make a difference. And oh my gosh, I was so wrong. I noticed that because I wasn't being consistent with my visuals and because my visuals didn't reflect my brand, I was finding it really hard for people to build a relationship with my business and I wasn't reinforcing that brand which was so important to my growth. To give you an example of how I do it right now, it wasn't until I found myself kind of struggling to get traction and feeling like I was just kind of doing the things that I felt I should do rather than what was most authentic to me that I realized, oh, maybe this also applies to my visuals. Maybe the fact that I'm using pink just because that's what I see the other coaches doing Maybe that's not quite the right reason to be using pink. And maybe things would be more impactful if I made sure that my visuals reflected my brand. And when I say visuals, I'm talking about your colors, your fonts, your style of imagery, what kind of graphics you create, all of those things that are gonna impact your content, the way your website looks, even the way that you create documents like contracts, invoices, or proposals. When you first have clarity on your brand personality, you can make sure that the way your business looks reflects who you are. I'll give you a really simple example of this. A big part of my brand personality is about being very clear and very actionable. It's important to me that people understand that there's, there's not a lot of fluff when it comes to my approach. I get to the point and I hopefully communicate things in a really easy to understand way. That's one of the reasons that I use a completely monochrome color palette. Hopefully when you look at my color palette, you kind of see that sense of, okay, yeah, she looks like she's pretty direct. Things look pretty clear. Things look like they're done in a very simple way. Just one example there. 
of how part of my brand personality is reflected in my visuals so that without me even having to say anything, you are constantly reminded of my brand and therefore constantly reminded of why you might wanna choose me or why you're drawn to my business. Now you might be sat here thinking, Alice, this is all well and good, but I don't actually have the skill set to pull these things together. I don't know where to start with creating a logo that really reflects my business, with pulling together fonts and colors which are really gonna work for me. Or maybe you've got those base things, but you're then thinking, right, well, I don't know now how to create graphics that are really gonna align with this. Well, I have something to share with you because that is where 99designs can come in. Now you might notice this is actually one of the brands that is currently sponsoring the podcast. And I'm sharing this within this episode because I do not recommend recommend brands unless I genuinely believe that they are going to add value to our lives as business owners. And this is a service that I use myself. Honestly, couldn't recommend enough. If you're sat there thinking, I know I could be doing more with my visuals, but I either don't have the skill set or I don't have the time. 99designs is a little bit like Tinder, but for designers. You basically give their community of incredible designers who are from across the world a brief. You tell them, hey, I need to create my branding or I need to create a logo or I need to create a social media graphic or a proposal. And then they will go away and come up with a load of different ideas. It's actually a process I'm going through at the moment. I'm working with their community to build a banner for my YouTube channel and also a banner for my LinkedIn profile you get shown so many different ideas that it really helps you to think about how you want your business to look. And now that you've got this clarity on your brand personality, you won't just be thinking, oh, I like that. That looks cool. That looks interesting. You'll be thinking what is going to best reflect my brand so that the way I look can say something about who I am. I really love 99designs, not only because they give you all those different ideas and you get the possibility of working with so many different designers that you wouldn't have found otherwise. I also love them because they just make the process so easy. I've had it before when I'm looking to work with freelancers and sometimes it can just feel really overwhelming kind of knowing who to pick or even going through the process of refinements and edits and even paying for it. But everything happens within the platform, which I find super useful. As you'll know, I am actually working with 99designs, as I said, as a podcast sponsor right now. So if you head to the link at the very top of the show notes, you can actually find a discount code, which is going to get you £20 off of your first ever contest. And as I said, contests are where you can put out a brief and see what people want to create. Recommendation aside, that is the second step of brand, thinking about how you communicate it externally. So quick recap, step number one is about defining your brand. Step number two is about putting it out into the world by ensuring that everything we do in the business, including our visuals, really reflects it. Your next step for this week, or I need, I need to say homework in the teacher style, your homework for this week is to think about your brand personality. You might want to do an exercise here like creating a Pinterest board or even creating a physical mood board that you feel really captures the personality of your brand. You might be someone who works better in words instead of visuals, so maybe you want to make a word-based mood board. <laughs> That's definitely something I could see myself doing. Just writing down all of those words that you would love someone to use to describe your business. And your second piece of homework for the week, if it's something that's going to benefit you, would be to go to 99designs.com forward slash Alice, where whether you need your branding done for the first time, you need to figure out your logo, your colors, your fonts, or you've got all of that stuff and actually now you just need some help with ongoing graphic design, you can start your very first context and also get a bit of money off because hello, 
who does not want money off. I cannot wait to hear more about your brand personality and really hope that this lesson has helped you to see brand in a more simple and tangible way. As I said at the start, I definitely find this topic can feel super fluffy and super vague. So let me know what you think of this week and make sure to subscribe wherever you're tuning in because next week, next Tuesday, is going to be lesson number three where we're going to be talking about how to show up confidently in your business. I'm going to be sharing five really important reminders. So go take action off the back of this week's lesson and I'll be back in your ears next Tuesday. Mm -hmm.